Hi, everybody. My name is Kim Peek, and I want to welcome you to the podcast and YouTube show, Hope in the Pain. I'm so glad you're joining. And if you haven't joined before, I want to say welcome. And if you've been watching, I just want to say thank you for watching. I hope you are sharing this with your friends if they are going through a difficult time in their life, some kind of physical pain or a difficult situation, whatever it may be, because I've learned in my journey that being encouraged often is important and not feeling alone is crucial. So you are not alone. I am here to let you know that I'm going through it as well. Um, my journey is a mess. And in the first couple episodes of this podcast, you can go back and watch episode one. I share more about that journey. Um, so I'm not going to focus on it here except to tell you why I have a bruise under my eye that you may have noticed. Maybe you're wondering if there's something wrong with your phone screen, but it's not. It's actually my um, bruise, my black eye. And I got to tell you, in um, a week and a half, this has healed up a lot. It was very much more colorful um, a week and a half ago. And also I have learned how to layer makeup on it to make it lighter. So um, you may be wondering about that. So I just thought I would get that out of the way. Basically a week and a half ago was the last day of our vacation in Park City. First, I want to say Park City is amazing. It's beautiful. It's just lovely. It's relaxing. Um, it's a great place to go. And so if you are looking for somewhere to go, I encourage you to think about Park City. But this was the last day of our trip. And not only was it the last day of our trip, it was 20 minutes from when we were leaving to drive back home in Idaho. And what happened is we got packed up a little early. So I was all excited about this because there is a coffee shop a block from where we were staying. And let me tell you, this was not just an ordinary coffee shop. This was one of the best coffee shops I've ever been to, to hang out in. It was one of the best coffee shops as far as coffee. And it was one of the best coffee shops as far as getting some kombucha. kombucha. So I love this place. I was going to go. I was going to spend just a few minutes. I grabbed a book. I walked out of the door. At the end of the sidewalk, I was not paying attention, which I have to say, I am usually watching myself every moment to um, look at what's ahead of me so I won't fall. And sure enough, there was a, a few seconds I didn't watch. And what happened, what happened is that there was a crack in the end of the driveway and the uh, concrete on one side was raised a good um, inch and you can guess what happened my foot caught that crack and I could not catch myself and down I went on the concrete and boy once I hit I like did not know what happened I remember every second of it so the good thing is I didn't black out but I hit on my left knee and right here and I've got a little puncture wound up here that's probably covered by my hair. Um, and I'm guessing I landed on a little asphalt rock. Um, and 
I ended up getting a really uh, significant black eye. But I got to tell you, I was so thankful I was not injured more severely. You know, that could have been bad in so many ways. I mean, I could have hit my head in a place that I got a concussion or worse. I could have broke bones. I, I mean, who knows? So I'm very thankful it wasn't worse, but um, I'm sure you were noticing it, and I hope it won't be too big of a distraction because I am not going to sit here like this. So let's get to what I want to talk to you about today. And just, I, I've talked about before, I am a goal girl. I love goals. I have always been an achiever. Uh, that's one thing that's been really difficult about this MS journey is that, um, number one, I do not have near the energy. I have a lot more fatigue than I used to. Um, I have dealt with pain, which is its own, um, issue with, uh, doing things in life. So, um, I have not been able to do near as much as I used to do. And I really struggle with that because there are so many things I want to do. So I have had to, as my husband says, dial back the achievement desire. Uh, he literally has said that. Um, he has also told me that I need to embrace my limitations. Um, and I know I talked about that on an early episode, which was hard to hear when he said that. It's true, but it was, it was hard to hear. So what I have done is I have realized lately that um, there is time that I am just kind of languishing, you know, and I, I need to be a little more focused, try to be focused in life. Um, and it's not to just get a whole bunch more done, but it's just really to maximize and feel the best I can feel. I think that's really important, whether you're going through a difficult situation or you have a health issue, to maximize what you can to, to, to be the healthiest you can be. And in my case, the main reason I want to do it isn't to get a lot more done, but it's so that my MS won't progress. You know, I when I look back at these episodes, I see that my right arm is just kind of sitting here. I, I don't do as many hand motions with my right arm. Maybe that's good for you watching because it's not quite as, I don't know, chaotic. Uh, because I do realize that I, I uh, use hand motions, or should I say hand motion? And that's because my right arm is really impacted by MS. My right hand is really impacted by MS. And so um, I, I don't, you know, move it around a lot. And especially I don't move it around um, really quickly. And so um, that's kind of how that goes. And so I just wanted to share with you today on Hope in the Pain, just some little practices, um, some little tips I have for you on, um, you know, maximizing what you can, right? To stay the healthiest um, you can be, both mentally healthy and physically healthy. So let's dive into these. Number one is um, I... Try and have a few daily practices that I start off my day with. And this just kind of gets me going on the day. It gets me in a good place to start the day. Um, and they're just very simple. They don't take long at all. 
Um, uh, the first one is I get an email every morning with a devotion. And so I read that first thing. It's on my phone. Easy to read. There it is. It's a Bible verse and a little written devotion. And um, I, I get one uh, from Johnny um, and friends, G-O-N-I and friends. She um, is in her 60s now um, as a young gal. I think she was in her late teens. She dove into, um, it was like a, a pond or a lake. And it ended up, it was so shallow there, and she was paralyzed. And she has started in this, what is now a huge international ministry to help people all over the world um, with disabilities. It's an amazing ministry. And so um, I get an email every morning from her ministry with a devotion she's written. And it's great because... Um, I really resonate with a lot of things that she talks about as a person, as another person with a disability. Um, I also um, do some stretches um, uh, that help my leg pain some. And again, that's um, definitely an area I want to keep as good as I can. Um, so it's that stretch. I do th three things that I'm thankful for. You know, I used to um, kind of do thanks at night, which is a great way to end your day. Um, but then I thought, you know, for me, doing them first thing in the morning is really good for me to get my day started like that. So those are just kind of three simple things. Again, they don't take very long. And even if I'm not feeling good, I can do those things. Um, if I'm feeling really bad, Maybe I can't make the stretches, but um, again, daily practices, um, I keep them simple. You know, I'm the kind of person I could create 10 or 15 things easily to have in my daily practices to start off my day, but I'm really trying to refrain from adding much to that because um, that would kind of defeat the purpose <laughs> for me. Number two uh, kind of flows from daily practices, and that is to develop some routines um, that are good for me to follow. One of them is after lunch, I usually rest. That's usually a time I have a rest. Um, and I'm just kind of laughing because when my kids were little, um, I did that. I called it rest time for them. Um, I guess I could call it rest time for me now. Um, but that is really helpful to have a few built-in routines in the day. Um, and again, these routines for me really focus on, um, you know, trying to stay the best I can be so that my MS will not progress any farther. Number three is a daily plan. Now, I, I have a daily plan because I need to get up and see how much energy I have, how I'm doing, how I'm feeling in order to know how active I can be that day. Um, you know, uh, today, um, I actually did not have much energy. I was resting a lot more today and that's because, um, I, I've done a little more the last few days and also, because um, my sleep has been interrupted more the last few nights. And when that happens, kind of piles up on me and I need to have more rest. And so, um, you know, the, there's not much on the to-do list 
on a on a day like that but it's really important to get up see where you're at to to know you know what I'm going to be able to do today that that's really really important so number four um, and I think I've talked about this before and that is a checklist having a checklist and you know for me um, I've done that before I, I did that when I was um, in a really bad stage, um, a lot of flare-ups with my MS and boy, I was down pretty much all the time. Excuse me. But the checklist really helped me stay on courses, follows my medicine, my vitamins, um, my stretches, um, tracking my pain, tracking my sleep, doing things like that. I needed a checklist because some of those things were pretty detailed. And unless I had a checklist written out, I was not going to remember to do all of those things. So a checklist can be really, really helpful. Number five, and let me just stop right there. I'm almost halfway through the list. And let me just stop right here, um, explain more why I'm going through these. You know, first of all, number one, few daily practices to start the day. Number two, a few routines throughout your day that are helpful. Number three, Uh, developing a daily plan once you know how well you're doing or how not well you're doing that day. Number four, checklist. Um, I'm going through these because I bet there's some area in your life that you're not real happy with how it's going, right? That you feel like you should be doing more or maybe you're focusing on the wrong thing or maybe you're wasting too much time scrolling on your phone um, whatever it is, right? Um, a lot of times we have that situation and if we could just make some little tweaks in our life, we could make it more positive, make whatever that area is more positive, even if it's not accomplishing more, but just helping us be in a better frame of mind through the day, right? To be able to just be kinder to people, to be, um, not so focused on ourselves, right? things like that. And so that's why I'm going through these because like I said, I bet there's an area in your life you can apply one of these to, one or more of these things too. So I hope that you will think about that and incorporate one of those um, and, and that you'll see some positive results. Okay, number five. Number five are weekly goals. Like I said, I was such a goal girl having lots of long-term goals, um, short-term goals. Uh, that's how I looked at things as projects or goals with a beginning to do it and then an end. I like life that way. And so now, um, you know, life doesn't really flow the same way for me, but I can look at it as a goal for the week, right? I can look at something I want to get done during the week. And again, I'm not doing near as much as I used to, but, um, you know, a weekly goal helps me. And it also helps me to realize, depending on how I feel, that goal may need to flow over to the next week as, as, as well. But even having a goal just helps me to be more focused because when you deal with pain a lot, a health issue, or um, a difficult situation in your life, you know, it's sometimes hard to stay focused, Um, whether it's brain fog or just thoughts just kind of focusing on the negative, whatever it is, 
um, we can just spend a lot of time letting our thoughts spiral out of control or just be so foggy, it, it's difficult to, to really focus at all. And so a weekly goal can help. And maybe my weekly goal is to make a couple of uh, appointments I need to make, right? So um, I remember one week my, my goal was that um, Doug and I needed to talk to our accountant. And then also I needed to uh, make an appointment, a follow-up from um uh, appointment I had had um, in May needed a follow-up appointment. And so, you know, small weekly goals like that are really doable, right? But you have to have some way that you're going to accomplish those things that really need to be accomplished for your health and, um, you know, whatever else it is that you really, really need to do. Okay, number six, um, is friends, you know, bringing in friends to help. So, um, at, at one time in my life, um, a good friend of mine, we would get together. We each wrote out like our goals for the, you know, and we did this twice a year. So our goals for, you know, from the fall and winter, and then, um, at the new year, which was always fun, the new year to the summer, right? Um, we had our kids, they were in, school at the time we were raising them. And so it kind of followed the, the school year, our goals. And, you know, we were able to share how it was going. We were able to share our goals and just, um, knowing somebody else is going to be asking you about how that's going is really motivating to stay doing it. And so, um, I actually have a friend that, um, I share my goals with now and, um, that's really helpful, you know, um, and, and a lot of it is just to get that encouragement, right, um, and, and to, to stay focused on it. Number seven, my phone is also a helper. So uh, I love setting reminders on my phone, and I can, you know, put the reminder in what I need to be reminded of to accomplish a little task, to accomplish a little goal, uh, to do, um, you know, my stretches that I need to do to, to, um, stay focused on, um, you know, my medication or, um, you know, what I'm eating or whatever it is, you know, health wise, and I can have it, um, you know, pop up on my phone certain day and time. And so that's almost like having a friend that's going to help you stick to, to something as well. And so, um, I encourage you to use your phone reminders. I didn't for the longest time. Um, in fact, I just started doing this a few months ago and because I couldn't remember everything. And I'm like, Ugh, why didn't I start doing this a lot sooner? Because it's really, really helpful. Finally, number eight are post-it notes. You know, I am a person who actually does not think it is helpful to have post-it notes everywhere. Uh, you know, something comes up that you need to remember, you put it on a post-it note. I um, am much more, I encourage people to use a planner, right? Keep all that information in one place and have a system that way. Um, but if it's little daily things to do, a post-it note on your bathroom mirror, um, a post-it note on your desk, just one, you know, instead of like a flood, I, I think can be really helpful because 
if it gets to be a lot, you just get desensitized. You don't even pay attention to them. But if it's like one in an area that you're in during the day, it's like you see it and it, it reminds you of something and it really jumps out at you. So I think that can be really helpful. So those are eight different um, tips for you. Again, I hope that you'll look and consider one. And a way to look and consider what might be helpful for you is to look at an area that you are successful at, right? Um, you know, maybe it's um, you're really good at remembering to call the doctor to make appointments every time. Maybe it's that you are really good at making grocery lists and having that list uh, for for when you go shopping or, or someone does the shopping for you. Um, you know, things like this. Maybe you are really, really good at using your phone to remind you as far as your um, schedule to, um, you know, take care of your kids for something, you know, with their school activities or, um, you know, you know, whatever it is, your household chores, you know, they show up as reminders, but maybe you only use it for that area of your life. And what I want to encourage you to do is what area you feel like is not working well to treat it like you treat the area that is working well. Okay. Maybe you have a post-it note on your mirror to remind you to uh, go do your stretches. Well, uh, maybe you also want to put on that same post-it note to do your stretches and to, you know, um, I don't know, uh, do your daily devotional in the morning. You know, it's one post-it note, it's right there. So use what was successful and transfer it to that as well. Uh, let's talk about a couple other um, things as well. Maybe you've got a routine down, you know, really well as far as um, in the morning, right? Getting ready. And that routine, uh, you, you, you use it because it helps you get ready and overcome whatever, you know, obstacle you have because of your health situation. Um, you know, well, can you make a routine for the evening as well when you're getting ready to go to bed? You know, um, instead of, you know, going at a different time every night, instead of, you know, forgetting to, you know, um, take this medication, instead of forgetting to brush your teeth, I don't know what it is, but to develop a routine so that you are doing those activities every night. These are just a couple of examples of how you could use these tips. And so I want to encourage you to do that. Look at where you are successful with something and then use that same strategy for what needs a little pumping up in your life so you can get her done. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. I hope this is helpful. I hope you'll share it with someone else. Um, we always end with words of hope and I am opening my phone right now because what I want to do is read for you a verse that is one of my favorite in regards to hope. It's talking about Jesus and it says this, we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. I love that. Let me read it again. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. You know, I just love that thinking about our hope as an anchor, right? An anchor holds you in place. It, it just keeps you, as it says, 
firm and secure. And we need that, right? We need that in life no matter what's going on in life. And so I I hope that you have Christ as your anchor for your soul. Um, if you don't, you can reach out to me, Kim um, Peak at foothills.org. Actually, no, I'm wrong. It's kpeak at foothills.org, which is K-P-E-A-K-E at foothills.org. Reach out to me if you want to hear more about um, living your life for Jesus and what that means. Um, also, you can follow me on Instagram. It's hope in the pain, all one word. And I'm going to have up there um, an image with an anchor and it's saying, you know, this verse with it. So that would be a great thing to download um, and have in your own photos um, or to make it a screen, I'm sorry, a screensaver on your phone. So think about those things. Again, thank you for joining. Um, I hope that you have found this helpful, a little hopeful, a little enjoyable, and a little encouraging. And I hope you'll join me next time on Hope in the Pain.